Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hi there, uh, welcome to the Real Estate and uh, Mortgage Show. I'm your host, Walter Montero. This week, we're going to be talking about rent-to-owns. I'm familiar with this program. It's just, uh, again, something that comes up quite a bit. In fact, I had a family member sort of uh, send me a message the other day asking me uh, about uh, some help on a rent-to-own program, and I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that uh, they entail. My experience with rent-to-owns is basically what this is is this is where a home seller sells a property they would call a tenant slash buyer and they enter into a rent to own contract so basically what that means is a portion of the rent is credited towards the purchase price of the property on the date that it's actually purchased so that typically means that these contracts are somewhat lengthy they're usually anywhere from you know 12 months to 48 even 60 months long so what ends up happening is a portion of each rental payment is accumulated towards the purchase price of the property which will of course be used as a down payment and then the the transaction happens at a later date okay so that's that's it in a nutshell what the program is a few sort of misconceptions on it that I sort of have trouble with is, first of all, that most people that are attracted towards these programs are typically people that can't buy now, okay? They usually have credit challenges or maybe job challenges or something along those lines, but they are very, very enthusiastic about wanting to own their own property, and then you have investors or property owners out there that... Uh, that offer this uh, this option. A lot of times what people don't understand is that there is typically a down payment in this type of program and that down payment is credited right towards the purchaser or I'm sorry right towards the seller on the day of closing so you're going to give this landlord a down payment that's going to be used also as a credit towards the purchase price. All right and uh, then when the deal actually comes together that'll all be credited and you're going to be, you know, purchasing that property at a later date. So I hope I made myself somewhat clear there. But let me tell you, first of all, the reasons I do not like rent to own. Okay. And I know this is going to be uh, controversial. I know that there are some investors out there that just love them. They make a, a pile of money from them. But I'm going to explain to you why I do not like rent own programs. First of all, uh, rent own programs, as I said, they're typically geared towards people that are not financially sophisticated. Okay, so that means that they uh, they typically prey on people that are very enthusiastic about wanting to buy a property that can't do so now. All right, so they can be basically taken advantage of. That's sort of my problem with it. Okay, so here's here's the situation. Here's what I don't like about them. First of all, with a rent to own, you're buying the property at a future purchase price. Okay, so you're not buying it at today's price. You're buying it at a future purchase price. Okay, so typically an investor that sells you one of these properties is going to include in the years that the contract is uh, timed out what they refer to as lifts. Okay, so they're going to assume that the property values are going to go up X amount of percentage every year. And then at the end of the, you know, of the contract, you're going to have to pay that agreed upon price. So you're paying, 
you're buying a property today, so to speak, and uh, you're paying tomorrow's price. Okay. Now, the only problem I have with that is, you know, in a perfect world where Martin real estate values continue to go up, I think they're fine. Okay. But we don't live in a perfect world. So you could be in a situation where you come to the end of the contract and the property uh, is not the value that you anticipated the value was going to be, you know, two, three or four years ago when you entered into the contract. So that means now you're you're going to be in a bit of a situation in terms of how are you going to get financing for a property you're paying more than what it's worth, okay? Because obviously part of the mortgage uh, lending process is an appraisal. So if the property doesn't appraise for the value that you you agreed upon, then you're you're in a quandary because now you've signed a contract with somebody to buy it for X amount of dollars and you can't fulfill that contract, which means your contract is going to be breached. Okay, and I'll talk to you about that in a minute. So that's uh, that's problem number one that I have with it. Okay, uh, problem number two is that you are paying uh, a very large amount of rent. A lot of people think when they enter into a rent to, a rent to own agreement that the rent that they pay the landlord is going to be credited towards the purchase price and that's and that's not the case because basically the way those programs work is that the property has a rental value okay so that means that if there was no rent owned contract at all uh, that property let's say just for example a property rents for a thousand dollars that means that that is the marketable rent okay so any monies that you pay to the landlord uh, that is less than marketable rent it's not credited towards the your future purchase price because the only monies that can be included to be credited towards the future future purchase price is any monies that are that is paid in excess of what is marketable rent so if the property is rentable at a thousand dollars a month that means that the only money that's credited towards the purchase price is that anything that you pay in excess so in other words you're going to be paying say twelve hundred or thirteen hundred or even fifteen hundred dollars a month for a property that works for uh, that rents for a thousand so now you're paying a huge amount of dollars in rent Okay, and all they're going to count is the 500 bucks. So that to me is is a bit of a challenge. All right, uh, because in my mind, what I think you should do is if 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 a rent to own is the the way to go, then go rent a property for a thousand bucks and save yourself 500 bucks a month. Do it that way. I mean, don't give the money to a landlord. You're taking a bit of a chance there that the landlord is um, going to be fair with your money all right so again it's something that you've got to take into consideration the other thing of course is that you got to understand that most of these rent owned contracts that i have seen basically the way they are worded is that if you do not fulfill the contract at the end of its term okay so you've handed over a down payment you've paid excess of marketable rent if you do not come to the closing table on the day that you agreed to then you forfeit all of that money all right you lose it all okay that goes to the landlord and that's where I have such a big problem with this program all right because really in the grand scheme of things if that was your intention uh, you know, why didn't you just take the down payment, you know, the extra money that you had, put it into an RSP, set yourself up on a pre-authorized payment program with an RSP contribution and put that excess money, put that into your RSP. All right. And then now when you want to go purchase a property in two or three years, you've got, you know, the money in your pocket. And if anything ever goes wrong, then, you know, you don't lose that money. 
all right? So it's a program that you've really got to be very, very careful with. Uh, the other thing that you've got to be careful with is you've got to understand that your contract is not registered on title, okay? So that means that that property, regardless of your contract of rent to own, it belongs to somebody else, all right? So let me just give you an example of something that happened here in Cambridge a little while ago. We had, uh, uh, we had knowledge of a, of, of a deal where somebody entered into a rent-to-own program, okay? And this was back when you could buy properties, you know, investment properties for zero down. And what ended up happening is they, they turn around, sell these, they sell the property to a tenant buyer under a rent-to-own program. The tenant buyer gave the landlord a down payment, okay, and was paying excess of marketable rent. But guess what the landlord wasn't doing? They weren't making the mortgage payment on the house. Okay, their actual mortgage payment. So what ended up happening is the mortgage went into default. All right, the bank takes back the property, and that poor tenant that paid that down payment plus the excess rent, they lost all the money. All right, so <laughs> it's a big chance that you're taking when you're enter entering into a rent-to-own program. So uh, the alternative of a rent-to-own is, is unfortunately, guys, it's not sexy, but it's the old save your money okay and do what you can before you can do it okay Bef or you know walk before you run so to speak so if, if all you can do now is rent then rent okay don't be in a hurry to buy a home okay I, I think it's it's important that home ownership is is something that I think everybody should experience but if you can't do it now don't do it now okay walk before you can run save your money take a down payment save your down payment and when you can enter into an agreement then enter into an agreement all right that's the best way to do it there's also no down payment programs that you can take advantage of you can take advantage of the cashback programs that some of the lenders have you can use the RSP program I mean there are there are ways to enter an, into an agreement but if if your credit or your job situation is preventing you from doing it then you should think twice before you do it okay because the last thing you want to do is you know get get yourself in more debt when you've already got debt problems all right. Now, like I said, I, I, I didn't think this week's program was going to be very popular uh, with my landlord investors, but it, it is what it is. If, if my son or daughter came to me and said, Dad, I'm thinking about getting into a rent to own contract, I would say run for your life. Do not get involved in these. Okay. And then the other thing now is that you got to um, uh, the one more one more thing that I wanted to mention is that lenders these days are getting tougher and tougher in terms of uh, qualifying clients for a mortgage and a lot of them aren't even recognizing rent to own programs so even if you you followed all the rules you did everything you were supposed to do and at the end of the day you're ready to go ahead and close on the deal a lot of lenders say hey we don't recognize rent to own contracts so you're gonna go have to find financing somewhere else can we find you financing somewhere else yes okay but when you get outside of mainstream lenders, that means it's going to be more expensive. So think long and hard before you get into a rent-to-own program. If you want to know more about them, please feel free to give me a call. Uh, you can reach me at my office, 519-624-9222. Or you can fire me off an email, walter at maximumresults.ca. Or you can just check me out online at cambridgehouses.com. All right. And again, I'd like to ask you for uh, some help. Just increase our listenership. If you're on iTunes, go on to your iTunes and uh, your iTunes account and give us a five-star rating. We would certainly appreciate it. Thanks again. And I hope you have a fantastic week.